Welcome to the Curators of Horror. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Do you see how I left the gap so that the listeners could Oh God, answer. I didn't know what you were doing. It's <laughs> just like... You know, it's like interactive podcasting. Oh, okay. So we go, oh, hi, how are you? I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well. And then, you know, we continue the entire podcast talking like that and then see how long it takes for everyone to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds great. Oh, you know, maybe there's someone who's 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 lonely and they want someone to talk to, and this could be a really like positive experience for them. You know, that's really kind of you, baby. But maybe I should do it on a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I tried. I tried, dear listener. What's your What are your positive takeaways from lockdown so far? Um, I think that I would do well. If I was held captive, <laughs> you know, I think that I would be able to cope quite well. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So that's always a good thing to know. Yeah. I, I was going to say like getting to spend loads of time with our daughter, but I like yours. I mean, I spend loads of time with our daughter anyway, so that's just a thing for you. Yeah. Ooh, absent <laughs> parent. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, is this an insult? Guilt, guilt. <laughs> Wait till up, how upset she's going to be when you're back at work. Oh, no, that makes me sad too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll have no one to hold her while I, you know, go and have a shower or whatever. Damn it. You know, we are very lucky to be able to be at home with, with our um one-year-old, but in the same vein. We have to spend all of our time with a one-year-old. <laughs> and you can't leave. You can't leave. It's like, <laughs> you know, taking it back to Hellraiser. Um, <laughs> when we watched Hellraiser 5 and it was all about, let's find out what this guy's particular brand of hell is. I'm not saying that this is my particular brand of hell, but I bet it is someone's particular brand of hell. Yeah. Don't you? Being in this situation... And living the same day over and over and over and over again and not being able to change it and just having to go to sleep and wake up and do it. That is, that is, that's definitely what someone's doing in, in a Hellraiser scenario. (laughs) I'm now just thinking like what my hell would be like if, if Pinhead was there. I mean, at least we'd have someone different to talk to. (laughs) You just want to talk to Doug Bradley. Oh, I'm saying the Doug actual Bradley. character was here. Doug Bradley. I think he's amazing. What were you telling me about that he was doing the other... You were telling me something about what he did? Oh, a few years ago, they did a, a pinhead experience yeah. in America. It's It's been several years, obviously, since he's been in a Hellraiser film because the most recent sequels he hasn't been in. It's been a couple of other different actors so he's he's not been in the makeup and everything for a while, but he was fully made up, all the makeup, all the costume, and people paid to go in and basically have a Hellraiser experience. And he did the speech from the first film 
over and over again to it was over a hundred different performances over several days and everyone just came out of it just being like he is incredible that he would be that committed to his fans that he would give that performance hundreds of times you know to so many different people and it just makes me love him even more I just think he's wonderful and he's so proud to be part of the Hellraiser franchise. And I always think that's lovely. I think that some actors, when they've been in a like a TV show for a really long time, or they've been in a film with lots of sequels and they've been in it for years, or they have like a really iconic role that people ask them about over and over and over again, they get a bit disenchanted and almost a bit bitter about the fact that they're really well known for that. But I think that he has fully embraced the fact that people love Hellraiser and that he is such a big part of it. I also found out that he got that part because he's really good friends with Clive Barker. Really? Like they were just friends and yeah. he went, so do you want to be in this film? And he was like, sure, that sounds great. And so that's how he got to be Pinhead in Hellraiser. <laughs> and I just love that even more. You love Doug Bradley and you also are in love with Kumail Nanjani and his wife, Emily. Emily Gordon, yeah. Yeah. Love them. They've got a podcast out called, what's it called? Staying, Staying in, in with Emily and Kumail. Yeah. It's brilliant. It makes me happy. Horror films go to the dark part of my soul. They feed the happy light part of my soul. And they're big horror movie fans as well. Yeah. So that makes me love them even more. Yeah. It's been a, a right treat listening to them over the last couple of weeks. But we should probably get on to the films that we've picked for our next guest. Yeah. Because this is a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to we we're here to do a job, you guys. We're yes. supposed to be cracking on with this, not yes. just talking to you and enjoying ourselves. Are you feeling scared? No, I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know actually. I wouldn't say scared. I would say nervous. Uh, no, just a bit um apprehensive. Oh, apprehensive. Okay. Yeah, as right. to what you've chosen because I think it's do you know what it is? Sometimes it's genuinely like, "Oh my god, I'm really scared that we've picked the same thing." But when we break it down, it's just scared that I'll have to pick another film. <laughs> because if that day comes that we do pick the same film yeah. for a, a lovely guest, yeah. we're not either of us are, are not allowed to use that film. It's we true. have to pick something else. And I don't have a backup for this week. So if that were to happen, I'd just be screwed, you know? I've got three backups. Oh, well, whoop de doo for you, Mr. Fancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Backup. Mr. Backup. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Mr. Back it up, Mr. Backup. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have chosen the same film as me anyway. Okay, so cool. I'm, I'm not. I'm not nervous. Yeah. So I have gone for a particular brand of film that we haven't really covered on the podcast yet. Mm. And I think this is not my all-time favourite iteration of this this area of horror, but it is one of my all-time favourites. I'm nervous now. You've made my bum clench. <laughs> Good. That's what I was going for. Oh. <laughs> Very specifically. <laughs> but that's a different podcast. <laughs> so I have selected for our next guest from 2002, 
28 days later. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie films, your favourite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I just, I'm not a big fan of zombie films, but I'm particularly not a big fan of that particular zombie film. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever. It's not for me. This this choice has nothing to do with me no. and my preferences. I, you know what? I think you're going to enjoy it the second time you're seeing it. I think you'll then like it more. Really? Yes. God, you said that with authority. Like, I have no choice in the matter. I'm just very, very confident. Uh, really? And, you know... It's it not might, for me, though. It might know. be a little bit close to home, this film, as well, for, for the situation we currently find ourselves in. But I think it is a great movie. Yeah, I guess it's all right. Very classy zombie movie. Uh, it's not for me. It's not. It's, you it's know, for someone it's else. It's for someone else. So that's fine. I'm just, you know, not not a big fan of the zombies. What have you picked for someone else? I'm excited about my choice of film. I'm excited to hear what your choice of film is. I've also gone for a particular type of horror film that we haven't really talked about on the podcast. We've touched on it a little bit, I think, but... No, I don't think that we have, for one of our guests at least, talked about this type of film. Um, I'm taking it back again. Not too far. Every time you say what film you're going to do, you always say, <laughs> I'm taking I'm it back. I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm like, back to what? <laughs> <laughs> back to 2015. It's not even that long ago. No. It's five you got to stop ago. saying I'm taking it back. <laughs> I will not take it back because I'm taking it back okay. to 2015. To that fabulous film by our friend M. Night Shyamalan, The Visit. Oh! <laughs> that's really funny. I almost picked that film for our previous guest. Oh! It was on my short list. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Hmm. Mm. I can totally see why you picked this film. And I think it's a good choice. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm also excited to watch it again because we've seen these, uh, the two main actors, the young actors in a couple of other things since we saw this film. And I think that's going to add an additional element to the viewing of it. So Just for yeah. us, though. Just for us. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like to pick things that please me as well as my viewer. Always. Our guest, rather. Always. Uh, so, you know. Let me tell you where you can watch 28 Days Later. If you are in these United States, you can stream it on DirecTV and Stars. Uh, if you are in the United Kingdom or the United States, you can also buy it and rent it from Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube and Microsoft and lots of other places as well. If you want to watch The Visit and you are in the United States of America... Uh, you cannot stream it, but you can rent it and buy it from all kinds of wonderful places. Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, Vandango, Voodoo, AMC, Theatres On Demand, you know, all of those places. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the United Kingdom, how exciting, you can stream it on Netflix. <laughs> I don't feel like I ever get to say that you can stream my film choices because they're always so weird. But you can, you can stream it on Netflix. And you can also uh, buy it or rent it from all of the aforementioned places. So Amazon, YouTube, etc, etc, and so forth. So go forth and enjoy the visit. 
It's the first M. Night Shyamalan film that we've had on the podcast. What? It's the first M. Night Shyamalan film we've had on the podcast. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. What other one have we had? We've had like three M. Night Shyamalan films on the podcast. Are you kidding me? We've not had any M. Night Shyamalan films on the podcast. We talked about him in our first ever episode. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to have to look it up now. Are you serious? Did you just say that because I said I needed the toilet and you were doing it to trick me? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I remember I made a comment about him in the very first ever episode uh, saying that I can't believe we've mentioned him in the first ever episode, but we've not actually had a film directed by him appear in the podcast as why, yet. Why did I think that we did? I don't know. Wow, I've, I've got a broken head. Well... It's the first M. Night Shyamalan film on the podcast. It is. And uh, I'm sure that you are having a tremendously busy and fantastic week because you, podcast listener, are an important and well-valued person. Uh, But please, free some time in your schedule. Watch these two slightly oddly paired films, 28 Days Later and The Visit, and join us a week from now. We'll be talking about those films. Bye. Bye.